everybody. Welcome to Savor Life. I am your host, The Banana Foodie. This is episode seven. There has been some editing issues that I've had to try to figure out, but hopefully this will be episode seven. If not, it'll be episode eight. I'll figure all that later when I get done editing shows. I want to welcome you to my show, Savor Life. The objective is to, of course, in name, Savor Life, to encourage people to support their community, to get involved in their community, to be active in their community, and realize that the community that you live in, regardless of what community that may happen to be, is filled with amazing, remarkable individuals that need your support. It is not only a restaurant-based food blog page. We talk about wineries, we talk about breweries and distilleries, and we invite local guests to come on to talk about the things that are going on in the community, in the uh, performing arts, in the visual arts, theatrical arts as well. Any involvements, uh, charitable involvements, community involvements, anything like that. My mission is to get people to realize that the community that you live in, no matter what community that may happen to be, is filled with these amazing, talented individuals. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about Marion County, where I live and where is home, the amazing growing metropolis that is Marion County, Ocala, the city of Ocala, north of Orlando. And I have to say north of Orlando because every time I say Ocala, I'll get a message from somebody saying, I don't know where that is. So it's south of Gainesville, north of Orlando, and it is now, I learned last week, one of the largest growing metros in the United States. 360,000 people and growing and growing and growing. When we talk about this community, I want to make sure everybody realizes that, you know, my mission is to encourage those to realize that, you know, to explore new taste. Uh, when we talk about this show, there are three things that I want to impress upon everybody. That is to learn new things. You know, I try to educate as well as inform. And we're going to explore new tastes, any of new obsessions that you have, try new things. Um, thanks to the U.S. military and some personal financial investments, I have traveled the world. I've eaten all over the world. And I've eaten some weird stuff and I've eaten some gross stuff. And sometimes you just have to try new stuff. You just have to try it. And of course, love your community because the community that you live in, that's what it's all about. Quick love to uh, those who support me, those who sponsor me. First of all, Ocala Food Walks, OcalaFoodWalks.com. Certainly in a little hiatus right now because of COVID that's going on. But if you go to Ocala Food Walks, you can book a tour of Ocala. I'm your host. And we walk around Ocala. We go to about six or seven different restaurants and try a couple different things. Big Hammock is usually our first destination. I just happen to love Big Hammock. Hello, Matt, if you're listening. And of course, we go to Sailitas and Katya and, and we finish it off with dessert at the Ocala Chocolate Confectionery. Also, I want to give some love to Raza's Cigar Emporium, 8585 Southwest State Road 200, open seven days a week. Robert Allen, president of logistics for the Cigars for Warriors, another charitable organization here in Marion County that gets cigars together and sends them over to the troops abroad. Uh, they have been gracious to uh, show some support to me. I do a cigar review on occasion on this podcast, and I will continue to do that as well. So make sure you check out OcalaFoodWalks.com, and if you are a cigar smoker, the best place in Ocala. Ocala, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, very comfy chairs at Raza Cigar Emporium, and you can, if you're lucky and you're there by yourself, you get to control the remote control. You know, every guy's fantasy to sit in a chair and smoke a cigar and control the remote control, right? This show doesn't exist. Well, it does exist, even if I don't have guests, but I prefer to have guests. Uh, last week, we had the amazing Kevin Sheely, who talked about a lot of the things that are going on here in Marion County. It is remarkable to me that the stuff that he said was, was shocking to me. The numbers of population, the numbers of industry, the growing change that are taking place. I was really stunned by the World Equestrian Center data that he played forth with the not only the um, arena space, but also the con- convention center space that's going on out there, hotels, restaurants. It's it, To me, it's amazing what this little locale is becoming. And, uh, you know, thanks to Teddy Sykes, he gave me the declaration of, or offered the declaration of Grow Cala. I know people call it Slow Cala. We can't call it Slow Cala anymore. This is truly Grow Cala. Kevin Sheely likes the uh, Go Cala. So we can do both. We'll say Go Cala and Grow Cala. Either one doesn't really matter. But it is no longer Slow Cala. One of the things that I've talked about in the shows in the past is that I, it frustrates me so much when people sit around on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or even on a Monday or Tuesday night and they sit around and go, man, there's nothing to do in this community. They're wrong. There's so much to do in this community. It is amazing to me how much is going on in this community. You just have to know where to look. Today, I have a wonderful guest who has been gracious to give me some time. Uh, her name is Lisa Lombardo. Say hello, Lisa. Hello. How are you on this wonderful day? I'm doing really well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm so well. It's hot outside, but you know, that's fine. 
<laughs> Lisa is the Chief People and Culture Officer with Hotel Development and Management Group, but we're going to just make it real short and say HDG, correct? Yes, that's right. HDG Hotels. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, first, uh, have you always been an Ocala resident? I have. Oh. I was born and raised here in Ocala, Marion County. The same doctor who delivered me actually delivered my children. So I've been here quite some time. I left for college and graduate school and starting my life in marriage, but we returned back in 2005, it was. So I've been back since 2005 and I'm super proud to be from here. So you certainly have seen the changes in the last 15, if not the last five years, but certainly in the last 15 years. Absolutely. Right. You know, what is the HDGs? Kind of sort of tell us what that's all about here within Marion County. HDG Hotels is a hotel development and management company that's headquartered here in Ocala Marion County. It goes back to our founding property, really. It was in 1981, and it, it's still here today as it's now a Howard Johnson over on US 27. And, and that launched it off for what is a family company, the Sajus, uh, started by Nurjahan and Fadali Saju, and now carried forward by Navro Saju and Azim Saju, who decided as generation two hoteliers, what could they do to positively impact, which is our vision. We live by that vision to positively impact and continue to grow as people who are passionate about this industry. And now in Ocala, Marion County, we have seven hotels, seven hotels just here in Ocala, Marion County. So if that doesn't show how much we love and believe in this market, I don't know what does, but we have 19 hotels in our portfolio that go coast to coast across the state of Florida, primarily in central Florida. And that 19th one is just up the road. Like you mentioned, we're just south of Gainesville and we'll have a new hotel opening this year uh, up in Gainesville. I, I didn't realize there were that many hotels yes. here. And, you know, maybe it's a silly question, but I, do they range in sort of five-star type? Give me some sort of scenarios to these hotels that are within this community. No, that's a great question. So we have a niche in that limited and select services hotels and we fly all the flags. So okay. we are franchisees, which means we have Marriott hotels, Hilton hotels, IHG, which are your Holiday Inn and Suites. We have Choice Product. Uh, we have Wyndham. We have Best Western. So here in town, we have the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott, which right. is out there on State Road 200. Mm -hmm. And just in that same neighborhood, right behind that Cracker Barrel, there's the Best Western, which we just acquired a little over two years ago and have pumped two and a half million dollars to make it a like new hotel. And we have two off of the US 27 exit that Howard Johnson or as we affectionately refer to it as Hojo's and the comfort suites we have a Holiday Inn in Silver Springs out there oh, near okay. the park and then we also have a sleep inn in Bellevue and we have a comfort suites in Denellen so we have all corners in the interior covered for Ocala yes oh, yeah and has it been within the last few years the decade or so where that hotel industry has sort of grown within Marion County? So, uh, you know, supply has certainly amped up here in recent years for Marion County and the company HDG Hotels itself has grown exponentially in the past few years. When I started with the company less than four years ago, we had 12 hotels. So to say now just a few short years later, we have 19 and we're a combination of acquisitions of existing properties and then also new development. So new con new construction. Um, are you part of the new development that's going on with the Ocala Equestrian? We are not, but we will be beneficiaries. Yeah, no, that's, no. I think it's, I think asking that question is great because we are, I think we will be beneficiaries of some of what the World Equestrian Center is bringing to Ocala, Marion oh, County. We have several hotels that cover the gamut in terms of brand and the types of accommodations people might be looking for from our Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. You know, a beautiful property, large rooms, all of them are suites and great amenities and then we also have the best western which is a beautiful property and then right there on that exit we have two hotels as well so i think we will we will get to be beneficiaries of what the world equestrian center is bringing to town of course and and you know 
I know there was there was a huge expansion within the airport terminal uh, yes. to sort of make room to give sort of that greater presentation because people don't realize that with the growth of industry that are going on here in Marion County and the growth of population, obviously there's going to be a growth in demand or a change in demand for people that need you know places to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, we talked you know before we started recording about the whole staycation concept. Yes, you know this is a great opportunity to just. <laughs> You want to just get away and, and find a you know a, a little hotel. Now we know that there's 19 of them here. In <laughs> well, <laughs> well 19 in our portfolio, seven here in Ocala, Marion County. But that gives you over 700 rooms to choose from in our portfolio across all of those properties. But staycations are great for a lot of reasons, and in staying true to the mission of your show, which is to encourage people to find those local ways to support and take right. advantage of all that their own local communities have to offer but when you look at a company like ours where everything we do is in that filter of how can we positively impact the people in the world around us and so every decision as a business that we make is distilled through that filter if you're looking to stay and think huh you know I'd love to get away I know I'm going to be staying in town but where can I be where can I be certain I'm going to be taken care of and treated like family and look up an HDG hotel and come and stay with us. Go out to Rainbow Springs and Rainbow River and go scalloping and stay in our comfort suites. And we also have hotels in Citrus County or go kayaking at Silver Springs and give yourself a little getaway and and know that you're supporting local business owners who have made a significant investment in Ocala, Marion County. That's, you know, we talk, that's my mission, that's my goal. And that's why it's so great to have you on because I know that you are very active in the community, not only, you know, from a corporate level from HDG but in other aspects as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to do this but there's a thing in Florida called the Sunrise Sunset. Do you know what that means? What that is? Where you start in one side and you right, end in right. the other you, side. Yes. Start on the east coast. Get a hotel somewhere off the coast. Stay a night. Wake up in the morning. Watch the sun rise and then travel across the state of Florida and you know watch the sunset. So we can totally accommodate this. Yeah. So we have hotels right near Cocoa Beach um, in Titusville, right on the Space Coast. So if you're looking, so again, whether you're listening from that market or if you're like us and you're Ocala Marion County and this is your hometown, but know that if I'm going to go there, I could stay in an HDG hotel, which is an Ocala Marion County based company, stay in our town place suites by Marriott, have a great time, beautiful beaches over there and then head over and go to Clearwater and we got you covered in Clearwater at another town place suites by Marriott so we can completely you can if you've ever wanted to do that you can check it off your list and stay at an HDG hotel I grew up in Titusville I grew up on Merritt Island actually that's where I'm from I you know I grew up on the island graduated from Merritt Island High School you know I've lived in Titusville for several years it is another unique community and you go see the Space Center so you go out one day go see the Space Center get a hotel an HDG hotel that's right watch the sunrise and then drive over to Clearwater enjoy the sunset you are also involved with uh, other aspects of community yes tell us a little bit more about that. So one of the things I'm extremely passionate about is the arts community and arts and culture. I think that arts is a tremendous unifier in any community and there's never a point in time where pushing ourselves to be more inclusive and to learn more about others and to be more accepting and to appreciate that love is the absence of judgment. And and art has a way of doing that and speaking to us or speaking for us for some artists. And and I have just seen the power of the arts, even in myself and in my children and obviously in our community and have been involved and in a past chairman of the Marion Cultural Alliance here in town. And their mission is to champion, convene, and create opportunities for arts and artists in Marion County and arts organizations. So they have a plethora of ways to get involved and engaged in all different types of the arts, the art scene, um, but the arts don't discriminate. And I think that's so powerful and um, talk about just a unique gem right in the heart of our downtown could go on and on. So if you want to talk exhibits, events, you name it, I got you covered. We we will talk and talk and talk. You know, I have been involved with the Riley Performing Arts Center. I've performed in plays Mm -hmm. and Shadowcast. I am the marketing director for uh, Insomniac Theater. We give them grants from MCA, they're grant recipients. 
We are connected with you in that aspect mm -hmm. as well. You know, and we love to perform uh, in the theatrical world because that's sort of my, you know, that's my happy zen. When we talk about the arts, it involved that theatrical stuff as well, you know, from OCTs, an amazing theatrical stage that we have here. The Riley, of course, not only does performing our stuff, um, Matthew's symphonic uh, orchestra as well. The Appleton Museum of Art is, is a world-class museum that's just, it's unbelievable. Correct. People don't realize. And I always have this conversation with people, and I actually had this conversation yesterday with someone when I told them, you know, who I am and sort of what I, how I'm connected and the things that I talk about. And they were like, Ocala, that's, there's nothing in Ocala. And I was like, dude, like, there's so much in Ocala <laughs> that you have, you have no idea what's going on in Ocala. One of the reasons why I'm grateful to get an opportunity to talk to you is because it, you know you share that same passion for not only the arts, the visual arts, but the performing arts as yes. well. Yes, yes. So I grew up in Ocala, Marion County, and very shy um, child and very quiet. And she threw me into dance very early on in my career and even into creating opportunities for me to be a public speaker very early on at a young age. And my confidence in that space has transferred into success in academics and then also success for me in my professional career. And so, you know, arts doesn't mean that everyone grows up to be a professional performer and that's the way they're going to make their living. But I, without a doubt, 100% believe and can attest that it does impact whatever vocation you, you end in. And we should tell them that we're in a glass box right now with that has that you can absolutely hear everything from at our HDG headquarters. But, you know, the, the arts are extremely important in any community. And when you think about it, and not to get all philosophical and academic on it, but for every... So when you think about how communities have evolved, the way that we have translated history started out with storytelling. And we have an incredible storytelling organization and festival here in Ocala, Marion County, another beneficiary for years and years of grants from MCA. But it started with those drawings, even cave drawings. It's started with statues that were built to memorialize an event or a person or you know something that might have happened so it's a part of art sometimes I think people think of it as the icing on the cake and it's this warm and fuzzy aspect of an experience or a community but it is the heartbeat and it is essential there are militant countries where the first thing when somebody comes in to take over the first thing they do is remove all of the art from the public spaces and if that doesn't send off alarm as to the significance of what that can can do um, in a community what else could express that right, right. the importance of it I, I truly believe in so I'm very passionate about what MCA does to create that it, it is the alliance it's the Marian Cultural Alliance in a place where different organizations of all sorts of arts visual performing etc can come together right. and you don't have to be an artist to appreciate right. what they're doing you just have to understand that art can equal the culture and quality of life Absolutely. of where you live it's so amazing that you talked about that because one of the things that I wrote about it I am a writer as well I, one of the things that I wrote about it in the past was the connection that from the artistic aspect of it and you know as a food guy passion for the food aspect as well is that all of that stuff is very primal you know, sitting around the fire <laughs> eating and telling story in this sort of artistic way you know that is what has developed like you said has developed cultures that exist now that is where we progress you made a statement that regimes take over and when things want to change the first thing they want to do is erase all of that artistic quality and all mm -hmm. of that artistic history because they realize people have such a connection to it so if you remove that connection it allows them to sort of you know, spread whatever doctrine wipe it they out wish, right. You know, right spread whatever doctrine they wish to have and you know the art scene here you know you talk about MC American Cultural Alliance uh, MCA you know there are some amazing local artists you know I could list names <laughs> and of you know names and names and names and names and names EJ Nieves Teddy Sykes Drake Arnold who you know just did the mural I mean, and it goes on and on and on in addition to the theatrical stuff performers that we have right it, it's stunning to me mm -hmm. and it just is anything that you are aware of that's going on with MCA is anything that's going to be going on in the next sort of time frame that needs to be discussed? Sure. So, and the other thing we talked about is that arts are a great convener mm -hmm. in a community. So something as folks are approaching the start of school again, MCA has partnered with Interfaith and is doing this awesome kind of tribute to one of our local artists' 90th birthdays. And they have these canvas backpacks that local artists, EJ is one of them, yeah. who they're decorating these backpacks that will then be auctioned 
off and all of the funds will go to support the Backpacks for Kids program that it has. So all of the funds raised will go to support the Food for Kids Backpack program that Interfaith runs where they send kids home with food for the weekends when they don't have food. So there's that coming up. We do Art in the Attic where people can bring art, pictures, even picture frames. And it's this great, we call it like a yard sale. So Y-A-R-T. It's a Art in the Attic yard sale and you can come and find, I know for me, I have it hung up in my office now. My family has tremendous connections to the thoroughbred industry here and Needles was my great uncle's horse and it was the first Florida thoroughbred. It was the first Florida bred winner of the Kentucky Derby. And I found, and my grandfather always had uh, an image of Needles. My sister, when she came back to work here in Ocala, she had a painting of Needles in her office when she walked in, if that doesn't say you're in the right place. And we go to art. Right, talk about a sign. So we go to Art in the Attic, I think it was two summers ago, and we found another one of these commissioned prints of Needles, the horse. So, you know, for, I think it was for like 10 bucks. Shh, don't tell whoever the artist was forever ago. <laughs> but somebody had donated it, not gotten it for 10 bucks. And I have that. For, I paid more for the frame than I did for the print. And I've talked to EJ and it drives me crazy uh, when there's so much local artists that make these amazing know visual displays uh, in any genre that you wish and yet people will still go to like Bed Bath and Beyond and spend $25 (laughs) on a a screen printed well come to Art in the Attic and you don't have to do that don't do that yes Yes. so you know that's something to look for there's also every every month at MCA they put up a new exhibit in the gallery so that's always transitioning so at any point in time every four weeks timestamp it and you can walk in and see a different a different exhibit it's right downtown we are diagonal from pie you know right we back up to marks we're across from stella's we have this amazing patio which also has public art on it where you can sit and i mean go grab a lunch at one of our amazing local downtown places and come enjoy it in the outdoor patio see what's going on in the gallery you guys were gracious enough mca was gracious enough you guys were when about this time last year I'm part of a uh, charity organization called Less Than 22 and we held a uh, poker event casino night yeah. at MCA yeah. at that facility and it was a huge success and you know we had you know poker games and casino games and raised money for uh, Less Than 22 which is a charitable organization to try to reduce veterans suicide rates you know in addition to not only the every month or every four weeks you change it sometimes it's actually specific to there's things that are going on so like you know seasonal it can be you know holiday themed kind of a thing we can and i there's also we hold a juried art show so for artists who are looking to be a part of a juried exhibit where you're going to be adjudicated and scored we have that to offer for artists as well and we're one of the only ones in this in this market so for local artists it may be one of the few times that they or maybe it's a first step for them in putting themselves into that okay I've never, space. Heard, I've never heard that before jury what is that juried so it means that there are I mean essentially judges who will go around and score your paintings that's about as I think the most pedestrian way I could put it but there'll be a judge's choice there'll be a this award there'll be something else and there are awards it, for it these it sounds more clinical other than like it's, it's it's not so, like the county fair. Yeah. They're, they're, act, they're judging, truly judging your work. They are. And, right. and these are artists, qualified artists or and aficionados who are giving you feedback on your work. Right. And for an artist, that's a very vulnerable oh, place oh, to be. As yeah. a dancer, you know, you can put yourself out there and it's your heart and soul, but you also grow that way. Right. And Absolutely. for you, as you build your portfolio to be able to say, I'm this particular artist, I received this. It's right. just a, it is an amazing gift that we have board members who have stepped up and said let you know I'm willing to take on this project so the first one was last year Uh, we're coming up on the second one Uh, but then we have the healing heart exhibit where I have seen Alzheimer's patients who have 
sit down with an artist who works with them on a painting, who have a hard time remembering at certain periods of time their loved one's names, but they sit back down in front of that, I'm getting goosebumps, they sit back down in front of that piece from week to week as they work on finishing it, and they can pick up right where they left off. So, and then also victims of domestic violence and things that they create in that space that are a part of that healing process. And, you know, so it's worth checking out, following on social media, you know, MCA Ocala is the is site. Always something going on. Applaud the Arts is where we award those grants that Insomniac has, has been, Insomniac, the Appleton, uh, the Riley Arts Center, the Symphony, um, Marion Ballet Theater, Dance Alive Ballet Company, They and so many others, the Storytelling Festival, they've all been beneficiaries of this. It's a very sophisticated grant process that you go through. Um, Westport High School, the Marion County Choral, and other choral programs have received funds. We're over $300,000 in funds awarded to local arts organizations who do things in our community. And Applaud the Arts is when that happens. It happens at the Apple Tent. It's a super fun night. I think I've met you there because I've been on a docent at Apple Tent and I've attended bar. Sometimes they volunteer to attend bar at the Apple Tent for some of the events that they have. Yeah. Uh, The Apple Tent is another one of those remarkable places that people just don't, you know, they think they have to sort of think a larger picture of of Ocala and Marion County and when I talked to Kevin you know I mentioned last week about you know Ocala beat you know people still have this perception that we're this sort of one horse town and Kevin's words were you know that horse has left the barn years ago, years ago. We're, we're not we're not a one horse town yes. we are a large growing metropolitan area that- well not to get too biographical here but when I returned to Ocala Marion County I was very pregnant um, and moving from Tampa finishing grad school and was director of development at the foundation for the College of Central Florida. So to be a part of that CF family meant understanding the... Oh, go Patriots! Uh, Meant understanding the significance of the Appleton Museum and the way that it works and what it needs in order to continue to survive and thrive for us. I'm a graduate of CF with my bachelor's degree and then went on and got my double master's degree. It's a very smart decision. uh, It's very smart. For a guy that's got a double master's in marketing and business. And you mentioned Westport High School. Yes. Before I do what I do now, I actually taught English at Westport High School, and I'm aware of their sort of arts program. So do you know who my mom is? Jane Elsperman. Yes. So, yes. I did not know that. So, when you talk, so before you go into Westport, because obviously she, you know, played a significant role in getting it to be where it was, to being one of our highest achieving, if not highest achieving, local high schools. And she's now in the great hands of Ginger Cruz. But to know, there's probably add some clarity as to why the arts have been such a big player in in my life. I did not know that. Yes. Yes. Ms. Elsperman was the principal when I first started there. You know, when I left, it was in Miss Cruz. I always have this conversation with people because people talk about, you know, the, the younger generation and they're concerned about the younger generation. Trust me, these kids are smart. These kids are talented. These kids are creative. There are some remarkable young men and women in your community that are going to do some remarkable things. And it's it, when I taught English, I was stunned by the knowledge and the education and the information that a lot of these kids had. And I, you know, you talked about that is another part of the passion that I have because you talked about these kids. They do struggle economically. Right. You talk about the backpack program. It's no joke. I know kids that they're living they're, out they're, of their cars. They're, they're living right. out. They're right. Mm-hmm. They're living out of their cars. Only meals that they were eating were from school lunches, right. school breakfast. And again, we sort of share that passion that people don't realize that kids are achieving amazing things. And that's one of the things that I think, and I love knowing you're part of the Wolfpack family as well. So part of that pack, that the structure they've put in place, and they call it something different now, but what Jane Elsperman did with Power Hour right. and being able to turn that campus over to those students, teaching them accountability, right. but also giving where if you're in the guitar club or you just want to have a jam right. session, you have kids playing the guitar and they have an hour to do whatever they need to do go get tutoring watch tape from the football game listen to me tape you know but you know watch and have a meeting as football do weight training have a club meeting which also gave those students who like you said otherwise need to get on a bus and get home to a lot of them work in their family businesses there was not room for extracurricular there was not room for remediation if they needed it Uh, and even those things that would give them an added advantage if they were high achieving or had that gift. So when you turn the school over to those students for that hour and allow them to kind of use their time accordingly, what an amazing life lesson, because that's the real world, but level that 
playing field. Absolutely. So they were able to participate in things that if they wanted to go on, you know, she always said graduation is not the destination, it's the threshold right. to your future. So whatever their next step was going to be, they were able to be better paired. And it didn't matter if they had a car and could drive themselves home at 6 p.m. Right. If they needed to get on the bus, there were things they could take advantage of during a traditional right. school day. And, and when I left, you know, they had they had just started, maybe it was on the second year, they had a global logistics program that was teaching these kids, you know, about the business world. Right. Uh, plus, of course, you know, they have always had uh, one of the best uh, healthcare or yes. programs yes. at Westport. Yeah, they have an entire bi- biomedical program, yeah. engineering. We're, we're high school kids are actually graduating with LPN licenses. Yes. You know, it's, it's stunning. To- and their two-year degree without having to leave the campus yes, because right. they are accredited with, so they can take, you can take those college courses. And I know all of, we have so many Marion County high schools that offer dual enrollment, but you have to figure out your way to right. get to that class. Right. Well, at, at Westport, they can do that right then and there. And it, and it goes back to, again, the arts, right? Performing arts and this, this local emphasis that I feel is so important because it does help you to think outside the box. And it's one of those things where you, you can go and be a part of their engineering program. Marion County has so many things going for it. And the more we can tell one another's stories, Absolutely. I think the better we are. Things that I'm loving. Like, <laughs> oh, there's a reason <laughs> Kevin said we'd have fun talking to yeah, each yeah. other. Um, and I don't usually talk this much about myself. So you can see how I'm deflecting and trying to talk about everyone else around me. Uh, But yes. But obviously, you know, as the foodie guy, (laughs) I have to sort of eventually talk about, you know, the things that are going on in this community. Okay. um, Food-wise. Yes. What is your go-to restaurant here in Marion County? Oh, goodness. What mood you're in, right? And for me... Our, we're headquartered. We just moved to downtown Ocala, and that's where we're sitting right here today um, in downtown Ocala. And so I like that now I can walk right. to so much that's here. I love Sayulita. And so there's some days you just got to have a taco. doesn't right. have to just be Tuesday. Tony at Katya and what they're doing, I think, is remarkable. It's some of the best food I've had anywhere. And I've been fortunate, not globally, but to travel a lot in the country just with my work. And I love what they're doing there. And what I love about Chef Tony and what he does at Katya, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever seen his kitchen? Yes, I have. It's a broom cloth. Right. <laughs> and now they're like, and it's bigger. I'm like, but even if you doubled it, it's still... <laughs> yeah, it's about four feet by like seven It's feet. remarkable. Yeah, so that's... He makes things amazing. He does. Um, but I love La Cuisine and I love, you know, um, Patrice, Patrice and Elodie and, and what they have. And as phenomenal as their French cuisine is, I love their burger. You know, Rondo at Mojo's has my heart for what he does in his mission too I think I love what Rondo does over at Mojo's the fact that they say love is their religion shows you how much I am obsessed with his brand and what he does in our he, community he is certainly on my list of guests that I want to have a conversation with he's phenomenal he, he's very proud to tell his story of, of ups and downs I like um, Sushi Bistro and what they're doing but I also love Tony's uh, I think Mark's Prime I love Mark's Prime Ivy on the square uh, at this point I think I'm just rattling off everything that is downtown. Big hammock you mentioned. Um, don't get there as much as I would want to, but I absolutely love it. Brooklyn's has a great burger too. So I like heading over there. I mean, it's just, we're really fortunate here in Ocala between your boutique, independent, small businesses, but also, you know, people who've invested as franchisees and they buy into these brands that they bring to our community. It's stunning to me the change that has taken place. And a lot of it has to do, I think, with the demographic that is coming into Ocala, the younger generation, the 25 to 34 year olds, as, as Kevin would say. You know, three Golden Spoon winning restaurants here in Marion County, you know, between La Cuisine, Craft Cuisine, and Sky. Sky, yeah, another good one. I cannot imagine that Katia will not have a Golden Spoon with him at some point <laughs> soon. They, what he does in that broom closet is some stunning stuff. One of the things I'd love to see happen for Ocala, Marion County, and I recently saw something in the news about it, but I'm on the state board for the Florida Restaurant and Lodging Association. <laughs> so the Florida Restaurant and Lodging Association or FRLA and being on their state board I have to be on a local advisory council as well and the one of the closest ones for me to join was Hillsborough so I know we have such an amazing family of restaurateurs here and there have been circumstances as of late that have brought us all very close together even more close-knit than I think we already were and so what a blessing and to take advantage of that so one of my personal and professional goals because I've 
seen the advantages that FRLA can bring, especially smaller owners, but even multi-unit enterprises is, is that association and what it does to advocate for us on a local basis, but also at the state and national level. So let's have an Ocala Marion chapter. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't, why don't we? I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Let's, let's do let's it. it. I don't know okay. how to make that happen. We, we, just, we get everyone around this table right here, and it's, this is where it will be born. All okay. Right. All right. Let's do it. All right. What I also love is you named all of the great restaurants. And somebody asked me, I think Kevin actually asked me last week, it really depends on what I'm craving. It's put a moocher in, yeah? yeah. I mean, there's some days you wear, I wear red shoes. Other days they're neon yellow. Some days they're tan. I mean, it's just what mood you're in is sort of what you go after. Right. And there's so much great food. Tell people that the ratatouille at at La Cuisine. So so good. good. It's unbelievable. It is so good. Do you have any information uh, what's going on with HDG? Kind of go back to that. Anything that we know about sort of in closing that is going on in the community that needs to take happen? We love Ocala Marion County. We love it. And even folks who travel and are consistent loyalty members of different brands, when they come into an HDG hotel, they can feel the difference in their guest experience. So for people who are who think, oh, you know, I might, I might get a kick out of going and staying at one of our newer hotels, the Spring Hill Suites, or taking one of those staycations, it would mean so much to us, given what it is we're setting out to do to positively impact our team members and our community and the world around us, if you would look up an HDG hotel property and and stay with us. So hdghotels.com. It's all right there. Our portfolio is there. And then of course you can go direct to the brand sites. Oh, the other thing I would love for people to know is that if people really do want to support local, and I think sometimes people think, oh, Hilton, you must be Conrad. No, I'm not Conrad Hilton. I'm not (laughs) Bill Marriott. We are local small business owners. and, And so when you stay with us, if you book direct on a brand site, then we are able to recoup more of whatever profit may remain after what you cost. When you go to those, we call them OTAs, online travel agencies, your Expedias, your Orbits, your what a price lines. When you go to those places, they take off so much off the top, similar to what restaurants with these delivery services, they're like the OTAs of the restaurant business. Now that's not to say it's not a clever and creative way of making somebody having a business and making a living, but to do so on the backs of I get people think, oh, well, that's just Hilton's getting that money. No, that's, you know, my family and what eventually comes back, you know, to our team members and to the folks running this management company. So book direct, book, book direct, direct, book direct. It's interesting because every time I've always booked a hotel, I've always sort of called the hotel directly or found the actual direct link and booked it through there. It's kind of the same. Well, we thank you. I'm telling, I mean, I truly mean it. Thank you on behalf of so many like us who were local people who have made significant investments in partnership with other folks who believe in the way we do business uh, and that, you know, we're doing the best we can to provide a living and feel responsible for nearly 500 team members. And we pay for health insurance. We pay for 85% of health insurance policies. We have a matching 401k. we have discounts for gym memberships. We we do as much as we can for our team members to give them a, a quality work environment. And that takes from us when they book from OTAs. And it's like you said, you know, said in very early part of the conversation is that, you know, there's, there's a generational family connection with the hotel industry here in, mm-hmm. in Marion County. That, like you said, if you book direct, all of those resources stay local. Right. Even though you hear the big names of yes. Hilton and stuff like yeah. that. You're still supporting local. Yes, the bulk of it stays local if right. you if you book direct. I mean, download the app, get your loyalty points, do all of that cool stuff, and you get contactless check-in. You get all these other cool things. I mean, download them all, but you know, I know some people then get stuck on I'm a I'm a Hilton or I'm a Marriott or I'm an IHG Choice Book Direct. Okay. Yes. Well, that's going to be the mission. That's going to be the title of this show is book direct, yeah. book direct, book, book direct. direct and stay local. Um, anything within the arts community you want to kind of mention? You know, as we talked before, we started actually recording, you know, the whole elephant in the room of, of COVID. Right. You know, is there going, are there going to be changes in the future of how people actually sit and watch a theatrical play right. and performing arts? And I don't know if that's something that you have a connection to have that conversation about, you know, are people going to be spaced differently or ticket sales going to change? You know, if it's something you want to talk about, 
you know, that's fine, but you know, it, it might still be way too early in, in all of this chaos. I think when people feel ready to step out and consume, whether it's the arts or a staycation or a restaurant visit and to dine in their favorite restaurant again, you know, to know that so many of us have put things in place to make sure that people can feel safe and confident in whatever experience they're seeking. Hotels in particular, I know our friends in the restaurant industry as well, and then certainly in the arts, they're doing so many creative things, and including online experiences and doing concerts that you can tune into virtually. But I think to trust the environments and what they're doing, and if you have questions, just ask, but don't presume it's going to be an unsafe environment. You know, assume good intent and know that. You know, I always tell my kids this, and my team hears a lot from me, but you know, we live in a society, and right now I think it's time to get back living in society. But when you feel safe and, right. and knowing and making responsible choices and, and trusting that those around you are also making responsible right. choices. And ultimately, it, it becomes something that simple. Gather information, find out as to what's going on within your community. Don't use social media as sort of the outlet for me <laughs> as, as to what is truly going on. Call, Call them. Right. And find, and find out you know what's going on. Insomniac Theater, you know, we just announced, I think within the last week, we had a, we had a board meeting where we basically, you know, postponed or canceled the rest of our season because of the concerns, you know, we want to make sure, you know, there's a safety issue. However, comma, or comma, however, mm-hmm. we, our dynamic is to still be active in the community. We're doing a lot of digital stuff. I'm actually going to record tonight a, a reading of some stuff that we're going to do. We have already produced some digital format YouTube type videos that really display the local talent. You know, Sebastian Lombardo does an amazing thing with Insomniac and, you know, some of the other actors that I've had a chance to work with produce these plays, but we do it from the safety of our own homes. Yeah. So there's not- My kids did that. So they're 14 and 12 and they did an online show this summer with the Ocala Civic Theater. So I think, you know, one of the things I'm so proud of with the Marin Cultural Alliance is that it can be a one-stop shop so anyone who is looking for what's going on in the art scene there's a space there that you can either log on to the website because a lot of our arts organizations take advantage of the calendar that MCA puts out so you can kind of get a glance very quickly it's like an online gallery of events and opportunities and then reach out directly to that organization say hey what's the setup if you're uncomfortable I was a part of a webinar recently and they said that 30% of any population is was always ready to go regardless of circumstances always ready to go and then there are others who they're going to wear a mask great there are others who you know feel differently and they're not sick and in Marion County right now if you need to wear one so just everyone do what they think truly is in their best interests and in the best interests of the people in their community and I believe all people are good and uh, that has served me well in in life you know to be grounded in reality but optimistic that we are going to be stronger as a result of what we've all experienced no, no doubt that we will be stronger. Can encourage people on things that I mentioned all the time. Credible, citable data is important. Don't presume, assume, infer. Figure it out for yourself. Gather information and, and find out what is going to work best for you and also the people of, of your community. By that logic, that means we support each other, we care for each other. And we have a page that is all formatted online, the, you know, the Banana Foodie on Facebook. It's tough to sort of stay away, but when you start reading of some of these conversations of you know, people that are very pro and people that are very con, it's a struggle to not want to jump in and go, you know, what are you, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. It's really simple. You know, the concept of life to me is very simple. Enjoy life, save life treat everybody with respect it's just that simple it really is right so my parents always said to me work hard do the right thing be gracious and as i got older i added have a sense of humor but yeah i absolutely agree you know this is a great community yeah it's it's the concept is is very simple and you know you talked about your parent parental mindset and mine is a little different you know essentially my mindset is you wake up you work hard you treat everybody with love and respect you can sleep well at night yeah i mean it's really it really is that simple mm-hmm. to me. It is. can't get wrapped up in all of that other stuff. Your objective is to be a loving, social, productive member of society, period, end of sentence, as far as I'm concerned. Anything else you need to want to share about? No, I think we I, covered it all. I, uh, sure, that, well, if we have, then fantastic. <laughs> I am. I really appreciate what you're doing, and I love that you use Ocala Marin County as the stage. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it inspires other people to right. think about their own communities right. differently, and I, if you don't like where you are, we'd certainly love to welcome <laughs> we, 
welcome you here to Ocala Marion County and I love this community I am stunned at its growth you know in a good way I know there are still detractors of people that that think it's getting too big and too I'm gonna use Kevin Sheely's words from last week you're either growing or you're dying you can't die you have to grow by growing you have to live in that sort of dynamic that you know the community that you live in and I pick on Olive Garden and I pick on Red Lobster specifically because I used to work for them so I know how the whole Darden chain works I, I get and, and I'm allowed to pick on them more so than anything else but those restaurants you know even in times of chaos they're gonna be all right they may have to amend their budgets a little bit but they're gonna be all right but the local places the big hammocks keeps Sayulitas, all of those local restaurants and when I say this I'm talking about every community so when you hear me this is Orlando this is Jacksonville this is Cleveland this is Seattle this is Austin Texas those local places need your support now more than ever but they will always need your support there are people in the community that do work at the chain places that depend upon you however resource wise the local community is really sort of or you know, the local restaurant the local brewery the local winery scene here in Marion the local distillery scene the most award-winning distillery in the state of Florida is right here in Marion uh, Fishhawk Spirits they need your support to balance the budgets each month and because what they do is they also give back to the community those places that I've mentioned supported less than 22 is those organizations support other charity involvements uh, Rondo with Mojo's you know is a huge advocate of of the community you know with the feed the need program that he does and, and so many things that he does and these are local people yeah I get it the young adults that are working a shift at Olive Garden need your tip money too but if you get an opportunity take a chance and explore the community that you live in like I said the purpose of the show is to three things to learn new things today I've certainly learned new things I learned that the the person that I was talking with it was the daughter of Miss Ellsbury <laughs> the but, national principal <laughs> of the year national principal that's of right the year. You know, explore new tastes, new obsessions, you know, obviously have talked about a lot of the stuff that's going on. And of course, we have talked today about loving your community. Get involved, get active in your community, find that organization that needs your support, get involved. And it doesn't have to be food related, wine related. It can be in the performing arts. Postmasters is another organization here in Marion County that's very big. Anytime you can build a connection to local organizations, that just creates so much more connections. And it helps the community as well. I get so passionate about it. People are like, man, you know, you know, how can you be this way? And it's it's really frustrating when I see people sit around and on a Thursday or Friday or Saturday night, think about their community and go, man, there's nothing to do. There's nothing going on. Really? There's so much going on. Live music is everywhere. Trivia nights are everywhere if you're into that. The local art scene, like we've talked about. Ecotourism. The ecotourism. I mean, it's there's so much going on in your community. And if you, I would like you uh, to give some give some plugs. HDGHotels.com. And you can see our entire portfolio. So if you just want to stay at some amazing properties uh, owned by people who are really trying to do well by their team members and also, of course, their guests and the communities in which we have a presence. So that would be helpful. And then MCOcala.org is the Marion Cultural Alliance website. And then that takes you to all of the wonderful organizations you've also mentioned. You can get connections to the Riley, to OCT, to Insomniac, to storytelling, to the exhibit schedule. Uh, So many incredible things that MCA is doing. Or rent the gallery and throw yourself a shindig and raise money for something that matters to you against an amazing backdrop and then of course you know I have strong feelings for Brothers Keeper and Interfaith in our in our community but we have a very generous loving loving community you know I love being involved in community I try to get involved in a lot of the charity organizations less than 22 is very near and dear to me as a, as a veteran being a part of an organization that supports the reduction of veteran suicide rate which is currently 22 veterans a day take their life hence the name less than 22 oh wow yeah. You know, of course, you know, my involvement in it with the Insomniac hopefully will continue to grow and grow and grow as we move forward. But, you know, just kind of in closing, I wanted to, you know, thank you for the opportunity. I know it's, you know, late in the evening when we had a chance to, to chat. And I know you're a very, very busy woman. And I'm not doing anything I don't want to be doing. I try to not use the B word busy because I think that it's kind of been diluted. But no, I am. It's a pleasure. And I thank you so much for taking an interest in what we have going on here. Absolutely. Thank you. Felicia, you've been a great guest. Talk, you know, you were concerned about opening up, but man, you just you, you talked, which I love. I love, love, love. And anytime we can do anything to support each other in this community, that's where it's all about. Again, this has been the Banana Foodie. This is Saver Life. The name says it all. Saver Life. Try new things. Experience.
explore new places, travel, take a day trip. One thing that I personally love to do is I just make a decision on some Saturday. I'm just going to drive three hours some direction. Just drive three hours to whatever city I happen to end up in. Uh, last time I did it, I was in Palatka. found a great little restaurant in Palatka that had some great food, you know, local little place. Take that day trip. And if you do decide to do the sunrise and sunset thing, make sure you log on to hdghotels.com and make sure you book the rooms there. Love it. Buy direct. And <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's actually pretty neat to do the sunrise sunset thing where you watch the sunrise. You have 12 hours to drive to the other coast, which only really takes about three or four hours. Last time I did it, I stopped in Orlando and visited some sites in Orlando and then had a nice dinner and then drove on, on to uh, St. Visited the Dolly Museum, which is a, another remarkable Oh, yeah. And the, the also in St. Pete, the Florida Holocaust yeah, Museum. Which is spectacular. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain the Florida Holocaust Museum because I want I don't want to say it's an amazing place because it, it is, but I had a chance to visit it two years ago. And it is a place that when you walk in, it really sort of changes who you are. And it's not a, you know, it's not people having conversations and laughing and joking. It's sort of a very somber place as you walk through the memorial and you walk through these things and you see these photos and they actually have a, a one of the I think only one of three remaining actual box, box cars. cars. Yeah, box cars there at the at the Holocaust Museum, and to see the the actual car that was used transport um, right to transport the millions and millions and millions of those who lost their lives um, under the German occupation. Uh, it's a very humbling and somber place. I encourage you to go to it. I mean, it's just as from a history perspective, it's really amazing. But you have to understand that it's, you're going to a place that you're really going to learn a lot of information that's hopefully changed your mindset a little bit about you know the, the world that we live in. I had a chance to go to it and I didn't really know what to expect. And when, when I walked out, I was it certainly changed the remainder of the day. <laughs> and I would say I would say that the tone of it is on the importance of love yes. and that passing on you know and that love. I mentioned it earlier but it always creeps back in that love is the absence of judgment and it talks about how it wasn't just those of the Jewish community that over time there have been different segments of humanity that have had that prejudice for whatever reason and hate has led to just tragedy right, right? of uh, tragedy doesn't even begin to explain what happened um, but without getting all into the grit there right but but I I went with my mom and my son so three generations going through through it and to see how it impacted them. And like you said, such an easy drive, hour and a half, 40 minutes, depending on how long it takes you to get through Tampa. Uh, but you know, that you you head over there and that it is a nationally accredited and one of the few, and they ship their teaching materials all over the state of Florida and beyond to help teach age appropriate that same lesson on, it's okay not to forget this because we have to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And, and that's one of the lessons my son just said to me recently, you know, you know, we have to be careful not to forget stuff and try to erase things just because they're hard to look at. And it goes back to art. Again, we're back to art and that we have to be careful not to erase things for the wrong reason, the wrong reason. just because it hurts to look at it. And all things are relative because we have to make sure certain things never happen again. And they're doing a beautiful heart-wrenching job of that over at the Florida Holocaust Museum. And if you ever wanted to talk with them. Um, I have an incredibly tight relationship there and that would be a really special interview. With like a Holocaust survivor and the whole bit, I have got you covered. Uh, In addition to that, you know, since the Dolly Museum is very close by and I love the Dolly Museum. I've been to it six or seven or eight times. (laughs) And every time I go, I I sort of get a new perspective of different things. Usually there's another exhibit that's going on. Uh, There was a Frida Kahlo exhibit uh, that was going on in the other part of the Dolly Museum as well. Uh, Lisa, it's been great to have you on. I, I love having Thanks a conversation having with you. Kevin was right when he said that you'd be a great person to talk to you. Absolutely. Uh, if Kevin a, and I together is a whole other yeah, experience. Like, oh, right. <laughs> Mental note, don't put the two of you in the same room. No, together. it's awesome. Okay. You should totally, uh, yeah. I'll yeah. get, get an extra microphone and that way we can make that work. Thanks again for uh, those who support me, OcalaFoodWalks.com. If you book a tour and I will be your gracious host. We will walk around. Like I said, it, it's tough now because of the things going on with COVID, but I certainly want to give them some love. They've sponsored me. And also Ross's Cigar Emporium there on State Road 200. 
on the west side of town near on top of the world. If you want to get enjoy a frosty beverage and a good cigar and sit in a nice lounge chair and, and play the, with the remote control process, Cigar Emporium is certainly the place to do that. This is the Banana Foodie. I love this community. I ask that you love your community as well. Always keep learning. Try to learn new things. Explore new tastes. Find new creative things in your community that you can support. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. And I will quote Lisa Lombardo by direct, by direct, by direct. And I thank you all so much for listening. This is the Banana Foodie saying, save your life.